Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast. Happy Wednesday, and if you're an Islanders fan, it most certainly is a happy Wednesday. Islanders, in double overtime, beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 2-1. to one. They win Game 5, stay alive in this series, now trail three games to two. We said the Islanders would not go down without a fight. We said that the Islanders certainly were may not win the series, but they were going to give everything they had, and they did just that in Game 5, staying with the Lightning the whole way through, fighting on some outstanding individual efforts, and then, thankfully, for the Islanders, Jordan Eberle, off a nice feed from Anders Lee in double overtime, gets the Islanders the victory, and boy, oh boy, was that a big one? So the Islanders live to tell the tale. They live to play another day. And we have a complete breakdown of this game. And we will analyze it, tell you what they did right, tell you what still needs to be improved, and start to think ahead to Thursday night's Game 6. We also have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more coming for you on today's show. If you've got a topic, a question, a comment you'd like us to discuss on air, please feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And uh, if you leave your name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the air when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. All right, so the Islanders, 2-1 to one over the Tampa Bay Lightning. And look, this game... A lot of the things they needed to do to stay alive. The defense was outstanding. And I think that when you look at it and break it all down, the one thing that allowed the Islanders to win this hockey game, in spite of the fact that they are struggling offensively, by far played their style of hockey in this game. It was defense first. They did not give the Tampa Bay Lightning a lot of room with the puck. And look, they held the Lightning 
to 37 shots in almost six period or five periods of hockey. And that is what you need to do. Look, nine shots given up in the first period, only six in the second period, 10 in the third, and then four in the first overtime and eight in the second overtime. The Lightning had less room to maneuver, weren't making those rushes. Their defensemen were not sneaking in as often. Yeah, they were still able to do it occasionally, but this was, if you were to describe the style of this hockey game, defensive, tight checking, smart plays. It, this was an Islanders-style game. And quite honestly, they haven't done that. Uh, as I think game two was uh, the best game, and they lost that game. Uh, but that was the best game that they played stylistically uh, in this series. Got to like what they did in game three, but now today, look, you know what? At the end of the day, the only game in this series that was one-sided was game one so first period again islanders outplayed for most of the period they're outshot nine to five but and here is a, a huge development uh with nikita kucherov off for tripping islanders get a power play and believe it or not they cash in ryan pulak with a blast from the point his second of the playoffs nick letty and matt barzal with the assists and at the end of the first period, it was one nothing Islanders. So we talked a lot about how vital the power play was going to be for the New York Islanders. And it look, this was the only power play that they really looked good on, the one they scored on. After that, the power play looked very bad and wasn't able to generate any quality scoring chances while the Lightning were able to get a couple of shorthanded opportunities. But in that first period, that big power play goal by Ryan Pulak gives the Islanders the one nothing lead. They take that into the locker room, and you just had the feeling this team knew they were in this game and they weren't going away easily. In the second period, Victor Hedman, who has hurt the Islanders all throughout this series, steps up, ties the game, assists to Blake Coleman and Luke Shen just four minutes in. Hedman, so big, so powerful, ends up putting the puck behind uh, Varlamov. That was the only goal Varley would allow all game long, and the Islanders see their lead go away it's one to one in the second period very tight checking kind of a game uh each team six shots on goal and you know the islanders head into that third period knowing that it's 20 minutes do or die you know win or go home and they were determined not to go home under the circumstances third period a tight checking affair uh lightning had the better of the play and the frustrating thing you know for the islanders is they just weren't getting very many shots on goal and here here we are 
you know, they go about eight, nine minutes into the period before they finally get their first shot on goal. This is desperation time. And too often, we saw the Islanders passing the puck, skating around the perimeter, but not getting the job done. But they do survive that third period, and they survive a bad penalty, a double minor by Anthony Bavillier with a minute 23 left in regulation. Uh, that really caused the Islanders all kinds of problems. They had to kill a minute 23 in the third, and then 2.37 in the first overtime. And thankfully for the Islanders, they were able to do it. Look, as far as that penalty was concerned, it was a it was a no-brainer kind of a call. They had to call it. Bavillier did not do this intentionally, but he did draw blood. A player is responsible for their stick. And again, thankfully, the Islanders are able to kill that one off. We'll discuss the two overtimes and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Guys, talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we try to avoid it altogether with excuses like, had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it, and to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan possible, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet, and getting started is easy. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. And folks, you want Chinese, they want pizza, and someone else is craving Froyo. But there's something for everyone on DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings the food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite restaurant, and your food will be left on your door. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. So the game heads to overtime, and again, the Islanders, this time at the end of that first overtime, 
go a long period of time without taking shot on goal. Uh, they passed the puck around the perimeter. They had a lot of time and and in the zone during some stretches, but just could not get too many shots. Four shots on goal for each team in the first overtime. And the beautiful thing, as frustrating as the offense was to watch, the defense stayed disciplined. You could see as the overtime drags on that the Islanders players were starting to get a little bit tired, but they kept on playing and that was a beautiful thing. And we saw some great efforts in overtime. Uh, just some great plays being made. Anders Lee, for example. And to me, he was, even though he doesn't uh, score a goal, he did get an assist on the eventual game winner. But, you know, at one point, Mayfield loses his stick. Lee gives it to him. And Lee is still out there getting his body in between players and trying to clear the puck and, and, you know, they were able to finally clear the zone and, and a great job by Anders Lee on that one. And then, uh, you know, in the, the double overtime period, uh, Islanders outshot eight to four. Varlamov came up big a few times and uh, really kept this game going. It looked like the Islanders were hanging on for dear life until finally the breakout Lee with a beautiful pass to Eberly, and how good does it have to feel for Jordan Eberly to finally break the ice, get that game-winning goal? Here is a guy, look, you know what? Eberly has not been playing poorly in these playoffs and in this series. He just, he's really literally done everything but score, and boy, did he pick a great moment to actually get a goal. Nice little odd man rush, kind of a two-on-one kind of a situation. Lee waited for the defenseman to commit, made the pass over, and Eberly did not make a mistake. Vasilevsky could not move over quickly enough from one post to the other, and the Islanders live to play another day. A two-to-one win, and look, this series is not over yet, and the Islanders have to be proud of the effort, of the way they stuck together, and of the game that they ended up playing against, clearly, you know, look, Islander fans, we all, as Islander fans, watch this game, and we watch every, you know, playoff contest, but we have to know, as of right now, that the Islanders are up against a more talented, bigger, faster team in the Tampa Bay Lightning. And yet, only one game in this series has been one-sided. Islanders, by the way, going with seven defensemen in this contest. Johnny Boychuk uh, mixed into the uh, lineup, ended up playing 12 minutes Four seconds. As the game went on, he seemed to see the ice a little bit less. But uh, Boychuk out there and the Islanders only going with 11 forwards in this game. Uh, ice time leaders, and these are big numbers. Matt Barzal, 31 minutes, 28 seconds. 
Other Islanders over 30. Bailey at 31-11. Nelson at 30-46. And then Pajot was 29-52. So he was just a little bit shy of that 30-minute mark. As far as the uh, defensemen were concerned, Islanders, uh, again, getting more ice time. Two Islander defensemen over 30 minutes. Pellick, 31-59. Letty, 31 minutes. And that was with seven defensemen out there on the ice. Not a lot of shots on goal in this game. Uh, Anders Lee and Scotty Mayfield each with three. How about Adam Pellick? Uh, seven hits for Pellick, 10 for Cal Clutterbuck, eight for Leo Kamarov. So, uh, you know, some, some hits out there. And Ryan Pulak uh, with four block shots. How about Johnny Boychuk? Again, only 12 minutes, four seconds on the ice. And yet he leads all Islanders defensemen and all Islanders players with six block shots. So here's a guy who hadn't played since, what, the opening game of the playoffs and sacrificing his body when he gets a chance to go out and be in the lineup and he ends up contributing to the Islanders win. So a giant win for the New York Islanders. They stay alive and we have got another game to talk about and another game to watch. And you know what? There's still a chance. Never, ever count this out. Islanders are the home team for game six. And if they can win that one, you basically set up a anything-can-happen kind of a situation for Game 7. All right, we'll start to look ahead to Game 6, talk a little bit about it. We will also have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more. So more to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Folks, if you're looking to eat healthy and, and maintain or gain weight, and yet you want to indulge yourself in a delicious treat, look no further than a Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. They now have six new flavors, so 18 flavors all together. Many of them have nuts. Some of them are nut-free. How about these new flavors? Lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, cookies and cream, caramel brownie, and of course, cherry barcia. All 18 flavors are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft, they're easy to chew, and they are delicious. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a, diff, in a, in a delicious treat. And the bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high in fiber, and they're really great for a keto diet. Let's check out the cookies and cream flavor. 17 grams of protein in every bar, just 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and four grams of net carbs. Right now, for a limited time, you can get a free cooler with purchase. Go to BuiltBar.com, just use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. So how great was it to see that celebration and Simeon Varlamov doing a belly flop as he, as he slides to join his teammates in the... Uh, in the celebration at the end of the game. So that was a, a great thing to see. And the Islanders staying alive. Uh, before we get to game six and our initial thoughts, 
let's do our Islanders birthday of the day. And uh, we're going to go back to the late 90s with this one. A couple of days early, it is actually, uh, the birthday will be on Friday. But it's Tom Chorsky, former Islander winger, turning 54 years old on Friday. So uh, happy early birthday to Tom Chorsky. He played for the Islanders back in 1997-98 and briefly in 1998-99. Originally a first-round pick of the Montreal Canadiens after playing at the University of Minnesota. Played for the Habs, the Devils, the Senators, Islanders, Capitals, Flames, and Penguins. His last season in the NHL, 1999-2000, played in 596 NHL games, 115 goals, and 237 points for Chorsky. We're going to look back at one of his better games as an Islander, November 14, 1997, at the Ice Palace down in Tampa. Islanders with Tommy Salo in goal, the Lightning going with Corey Schwab, and the Islanders get on the board first in the first period. Travis Green off for elbowing and an unassisted shorthanded goal by Tom Chorsky, our Islanders' birthday of the day. His first of the season at 1649 after one period. It's the Islanders one and the Lightning nothing. In the second period, it was pretty even. This was during the dead puck era. Weren't a lot of shots in this game at all. Islanders got a power play when Corey Cross of Tampa headed off for interference, and Tom Chorsky scores again, this time a power play goal to go with his shorty. His second of the game, second of the season, Todd Bertuzzi and Doug Huda with the assists at 17:36. Then, less than a minute and a half later, Travis Green makes it 3-0 Islanders, his eighth from Mike Huff and Marius Tchaikovsky at 19.09. After 40 minutes, it was the Islanders 3 and the Lightning nothing. Tampa Bay does get on the board with Dennis Vasky off for tripping. Alex Salavanov gets his third. Roman Hammerlick and Mikhail Renberg with the helpers. And it is a 3-1 game. But the Islanders answer quickly. Eves Racine of Tampa off for interference. And Rob Reichel scores a power play goal. His eighth, Ziggy Palfi and Travis Green with the helpers. Final score in this one, Islanders four, Lightning one. Tommy Salo, outstanding in goal for the Islanders. 33 saves to earn the victory. The Islanders only uh, had 18 shots on goal in this one, as opposed to 34 for the Bolts, but Salo saves them. A shorthanded goal and a power play goal for Tom Chorsky. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day, so uh, a couple of days early, but happy 54th birthday to Tom Chorsky, our Islanders' birthday of the day. All right, some thoughts on Game 6, and it's coming up, and it's coming up Thursday night. Islanders have to continue to play that style that they played tonight or last night, uh, defense first, responsible with the puck, and most importantly, do not give the Lightning the time and the space they need to 
to really get those open shots and make those great plays. They did a good job of it in Game 5, and that has to continue in Game 6. Got to see more offense, though. Uh, At least shoot the puck a little bit more. Make Vasilevsky work and make him stop the puck because, you know, if you don't shoot, it's very hard to score and, you know, not going to win every game two to one. So, look, the Islanders need to keep it close to the vest, at least uh, making sure Tampa Bay doesn't play a wide open game, but they've got to shoot the puck a little bit more when they're in their own zone. Hopefully they can do it. Don't forget, we will be back tomorrow with a full preview of Game 6. More to talk about, more to uh, speculate about, and a full analysis of what's to come as the Islanders continue their season after a 2-1 victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning in Game 5. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Remember, we're here every day, Monday through Friday, And our podcasts usually drop a little after 12.25 in the morning, just a little after midnight. So if you're a night owl, you can listen before you go to bed. If you're an early riser uh, on your way to work or uh, with breakfast, the podcast will be waiting for you. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the moment. A great win for the Islanders. Stay safe. And remember, let's go Islanders.